When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Another edition of Unchained with Patrick Roycey. All right, sir. Tiger Woods, how about that story, huh? We also saw that, that coming, didn't we? Uh, well, I'm not shocked. I'm uh, surprised, I guess. But uh, what we found out there, Magic, first of all, I went. I think I went to 18 of them, and uh, I think I covered 18 of them, and, and magical, goofy stuff happens there. Nothing will ever top 1995, Ben Crenshaw. I think it was 95. I mean, we talk. They talk about Jack when he wanted at age forty-six. I wasn't there that year, and uh, that you know that certainly was crazy. And I was there five years later when going into Saturday or Sunday morning it looked like he still had a chance. But Crenshaw had won it once previously, but when he was really rolling the ball and and could re- he was a good player. But by ninety-five, if you look up his record. He couldn't break an egg. He was terrible. He did a short hitter, couldn't putt anymore, was hadn't come close to winning. And when you look afterwards, he's never won anything since. But that year his his golf his uh golf guru, Harvey Peenick. Uh, you know, there's a book out there. Yeah. Harvey Peenick's five, you know, was like the big short game guru. Uh and he and Ben were joined at the hip, and Ben flew out on Wednesday, early morning, to give the eulogy, the main eulogy at Harvey Penix's funeral in in Texas. Flew back, won the tournament. Wow! Won the tournament. There's no way in God's green earth he could win the tournament, <laughs> because by then they were stretching out Augusta. The, what they've done is added hundreds of yards since. In, in, and a lot of it since Tiger, but by 95, they were already making it longer because they didn't like low numbers. And so, you know, it became a long hitter's golf course, and Ben couldn't hit it from here to the studio. Uh, but it, but it somehow he miraculously won. So that's when I kind of knew that there was something in the water there. And then two years ago, we had Sergio. You know, Sergio has never won a major. He's terrible at Augusta. He's just the guy that doesn't fit his game because it's a putting contest and he's not a good putter. Mm -hmm. And he's on Sunday, he has a chance to win, and then he bogeys 10 and 11. 
He's pretty well done. He hits it in the woods on 13. You've seen 13, the one that, 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 that you know, if he hit it over the left of the creek, it goes up in the woods up there. He's up there in the woods tromping around on 13. He's got no chance. He's going away. He's not going to have a chance. And he hits this ungodly shot out of there, makes birdie, and goes and wins the tournament on Seve's birthday. On Seve's 60th birthday. Okay, yeah. Seve, his guy who died of brain cancer. There's, yep. That's miraculous. And then, of course, here comes Tiger. And we're writing about how this is the greatest comeback story in golf history. And, and may, maybe in golf history. Not in sports history. We're saying Americans. They're saying American well, sports. Well, Ben this Hogan morning. damn near died. Okay, <laughs> Ben Hogan is driving across a highway in Texas, I believe, yep. and gets hit by a semi and cut out before they had Jaws of Life. They used Jaws of Life to take him out of the car, and he came back and won the U.S. Open. So I give him. I give near death better than a bad back and hitting a fire hydrant at the end of a driveway because your wife's chasing you with a golf club. Now, it's great. But to me, the greatness of it is he hadn't won for 11 years. And he had some drama in his life. So what? He's Tiger Woods. He's the best guy that ever played the game. He's the best player. It is not a shock that he won another major tournament. The shock is it took him 11 years to do it with his physical problems, right. with his emotional problems. He's had some physical problems. These guys are writing it like he was in an iron lung for four years and, and got dragged out of there and dragged up to the first tee with an IV and hit it down the middle <laughs> and won the tournament. <laughs> I mean, he won last year. He won the Tour Championship last year. Why is this being treated as a big shock? He won the Tour Championship last year. He's playing great again. He's playing good again. It's not a big shock. And plus, this is his golf course. It's made for him. Because you can hit it in the woods and hit it out of the woods. If you get an alley, a couple of times on 14, he hit it as god-awful as you could Mm -hmm. and made birdie both times because he had a... you know, he had a shot at the green. Now he'd, he'd make some miraculous shots. But he won the tournament for a simple reason. They, ha- I mean, he played great, okay, and he putted. He made some putts, and he, he played great. But on Sunday at Augusta, the number 12, that little par 3, 160-some yards, they put the flag down right over the bunker, on the right-hand side of this little green. And the only way to get to it, you know, to have a birdie putt, is to hit it at that flag. But the hill is shaved. Okay. So if you don't hit if you come in short, it's, it's going to roll back into the water. So guys who've played there for 25 years hit it left, putt twice and get the hell out of Dodge, right? right. Make their three and get out of Dodge. Kepka, Finau, and uh, Molinari all tried to hit it close, make two. Oh, yeah. Ended up hitting the water and lost the tournament. Yeah. They, uh, what, two fives and a six. Yes. Uh, they double Molinari is two ahead. Molinari was done after that. Molinari, sorry, Molinari's two ahead and he's tied. Yep. And now he's going to, and now Molinari, who's a, relies on accuracy. And not length. He doesn't. He doesn't hit it far. And now he's got the two par fives 
which 13 and 15 are eagle holes if you if you hit it great because they're both short par fives. And now he's going to those two holes, and he's not he, – he has an eagle pot, but, I mean, he actually was still tied with Tiger after they got off 13. But, but his whole advantage is taken away once they get on the 13th tee. That's, you know – you know, 10 is an accuracy hole, 11 is an accuracy hole, 12 is definitely an accuracy hole. Sure. And then after that, his advantage, but he's gone. He he needed an adult diaper after that ball <laughs> came back down in the, in the uh, you know. I wouldn't have put it that way, yeah, but yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I mean. I was, wouldn't have thought to put it that yes, way, but, but I so like anyway, it. Yeah. Hey, Tiger won. It's great. For golf, I bet the ratings were, in, even though it occurred in the morning. And by the way, I got a complaint. Yeah. I complained about this on Twitter. Yeah. As I covered the Masters, they kept moving the last group tee time back to the point where I think one year it was 3.01. And this is, you know, when it still gets dark at 7.45, 8 o'clock. And a couple of times they had playoffs and they basically finished in the dark. 3 o'clock. Yesterday... They're done playing at one thirty. It's not fair that this one. I mean, two. They're done playing at two o'clock Eastern. Yeah. They wouldn't be teeing off for another hour. It's not fair. These sports writers with print deadlines got to write <laughs> Tiger with eight hours till deadline. You're supposed to be writing that with forty five minutes to go, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but, but that fair. lent itself to more over-dramatization oh, oh, yes, it did. because there was more time to give more thought time to, the to come up poetic. with flowery, flowery yes. adjectives. Yes. yes, It's not the greatest comeback in sports. He won the third championship in November, in, in what? September, October. So Hogan was saved by the Jaws yeah. of Life before yeah. the Jaws of Life. Yeah, yeah, before. He was basically, they took him out of the car in pieces, put him back together, <laughs> and he won the open. He had metal all of If they had... If they had, uh, you know, x-ray machines at the airport, he would have never got to the tournament because he had so much metal in him, and he won the tournament. And by the way, he won it when the Saturday round was 36 holes at the U.S. Open. They played because it was a test of golf. Yep. He played 18 on Thursday, 18 on Friday, made the cut, and played 36 on Saturday. So he was in some so pain while could, doing this as he well. He could barely <laughs> he could barely walk and he had to walk 36 holes to win the tournament. So this was fun. It was great. It was great for golf and he's playing really good and he's making putts and he won and the one thing I've been saying is when he wins again it'll be at Augusta. Okay. Cuz you can be crooked off the tee and win at Augusta. And the other golf courses it's Harder if you're crooked off the tee, although he's hitting the driver a lot better than he was. His big problem to me the last couple of years had been he just hit it in the woods too often. And, uh, and he, you know, he played great. But to, to call this some miracle of life is, is uh, unbelievable. You know, I don't know. Got the new girlfriend, though. She was, she got there, but yeah, he's, you know, maybe we'll, we'll see. I guess. Mom was there, though. It was nice to see Mom there. Mom was, was there. The, the kids were there. Mm-hmm. Yes. That Those was another kids flowery. kids are still smaller than I thought. That was another flowery part. The hug with the sun. Oh, yeah. Every every sports writer around. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Yeah. Well, anyway. 
Way to go, Tiger. So what's the ex- so what's the what's the realistic expectation <laughs> now? Because my God, today I see can this save golf as if golf's dead? Well, well, well yeah, which golf I don't is, think it's dead. God, I realize no. it's not as popular as it was in Tiger's prime. Probably it doesn't have to save golf. Golf's fine. There's 15. Brooks Kepka's a better player than Tiger. Dustin Johnson's a better player than Tiger. Tiger won sad Sunday. There's 12 better players than Tiger right now. Eight. We're unchanged and hot takes. No, no, there's got both. Brooks, Kepka, and Tiger. Get him on a golf course. Kepka's going to beat him eight rounds out of ten. Yeah, and no, I'm fine with yeah. that. Twelve I mean, players it, though is a hot take. Yeah, there's no, there's eight hot takes. There's twelve players better than Tiger. Yeah, and Ricky Fowler's a better player than Tiger. But Tiger's playing good right now. Now Tiger, when I say that, this sounds like I'm anti-Tiger. Tiger is, mm-hmm. I saw him win the Masters by 12 strokes. Mm-hmm. I saw him win the U.S. Open by 15. Mm-hmm. 15! Which is ridiculous. For that stretch from age 21 to 02, yep. there's never been an athlete in this country in any sport that dominated it like he did because he was winning damn near 40% of the time in golf. Yeah. In golf, when you're playing against anywhere from 63 to 155 players. You I mean he was he's the greatest ever the jack for that period. But uh nobody in this country can tell me that when he limped around and won at Torrey Pines in 08 to win the U.S. Open when he he was better on one leg than the rest of golf. Right. That they're surprised that they're not surprised that 11 years later it, it took him 11 more years to win one. So, so who are the most dominant athletes of your lifetime? Like th- as far as that goes. So if Tiger's well, the Gretzky'd most- be two, wouldn't he? With those numbers, yeah. I mean, it was a different yeah. game, but it was a but, different game. But but much like golf too, which yeah, I well, contend is a different game. Well, now. One, yeah, well, one These of Warner Tiger's better. problems is he's, he's the competition's better than it yeah. used to be. You know, for years, what we saw yesterday with those guys going, Ugh! and we saw that at every tournament. <laughs> I mean, mean, they were terrible. If they ended up, I remember Thomas Bourne at Pebble Beach was a dent guy, good good. European player from Denmark and Ryder Cups and stuff like that was in the final group with him for Saturday at Pebble Beach and he was brought in and asked if you know if he felt intimidated playing with Tiger because Tiger was already ahead by maybe four strokes or something and he said no no and he shot 81 you know yeah you know he damn near didn't finish they almost had to take him out of the ocean and uh you know he said that's the way people reacted to playing against him so he might have lied is what you're saying yeah he I, might have been just yeah, a little bit intimidated he, he said i didn't want to acknowledge so, it but i don't yeah gretzky i suppose is is the one that comes easy is there a football player i don't know the i was foot- gonna say like was jim Wait, brown and is- jim brown's prime so much better than everybody else well, i don't know i saw him play out here against these boys and he got beat 27 to nothing yeah you know, so I mean, did uh, baseball have a? But baseball had a lot of great. Baseball had too many of them to be. I mean, Koufax, would, yeah, you know, was. I mean, my favorite Harry Carey quote ever was: 
can't remember what year it was. Might have been Koufax's last year. 65-66. The Cardinals had won 19 out of 20. This was it was still a 10-team league, you know, because Koufax only pitched when there was a 10-team league. They didn't have playoffs. And the the Dodgers come to St. Louis. There's like a week to go in the season, maybe 10 days, but the Cardinals have moved within they won 19 out of 20 and they're like two out, well, one game out maybe. And the Cardinal, the Dodgers score a run in the top of the first, and Koufax is pitching, and Harry says, we'll get him tomorrow. <laughs> we'll get him tomorrow. And he was right. Koufax beat him two to nothing or something like that. You so, know what you don't get now? Koufax. That honesty from the <laughs> no, whole no. broadcast. No, booth. you won't see that. If, well, you know, they could fight back here. Uh, they gave up five in the first, and Koufax yep. is pitching, but, yep. you know, we're feisty. We're plucky. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, you don't get that from the whole broadcaster, that's for sure. Koufax, uh, in his in his way, I guess. Uh, I I don't know. You know the the dynasty we're seeing now with Brady and Belichick is to me the number one thing in the history. of Oh, football. it's that's the damnedest thing. Yeah, it is. It's, well, especially when when you see all of these other storylines. I mean, these guys. What, what's the usual shelf life? Yes, McCarthy and Rodgers were bound yeah. to fall right. Yes, and then and, and, and let's. Let's not look at Rodgers and McCarthy as having lasted this long because you got to subtract the last three years because yes. they, they screwed it up. Right. They screwed it up. I guarantee you if Belichick had Rodgers, the same thing would be going on. Yeah. Would be going on, don't you think? Yes. Yes. Now, uh, you know, because they're the, they're the same quarterback, basically. Ac- two guys who don't throw interceptions and they're all into accuracy, right? Yeah. And the damnedest thing is Belichick and Brady don't even like each other that much at this point, but they know what they need to do to survive. Sure. Yes. You to know, me. everybody else falls victim to petty jealousies and being PO'd, and these two just continue. That, yeah, it's, it is. This is something in a lifetime that you don't really see. No, I've said this before. I've come 180 on Belichick. I've decided I like the whole shtick. I like the whole surly SOB going to tell you nothing. Yeah. Sit there on the sideline without a headset, squint into the sun like he's not seeing anything and he sees everything. Yes. There's never been a football mind like this in history because it's offense and defense. Yeah. It's offense and defense. There's no specialization. I mean, Zim, our defensive genius, he looks at offense and he doesn't know what the hell he's watching. This guy also will cut your butt the oh, second sure. you're not, you know. But the, yeah, the Zim, second you're with you, you're keeping his guys around. Zim, Zim yeah. likes his guys. Yeah, yeah. I right? mean, and Anthony will, Barr would have had no, no, chance. no, no. no Belichick chance. Would have, when when Barr came back, Belichick mm-hmm. would have said, "Nah, sorry, no, no, thanks for thanks no, for trying." He wouldn't to. have made the offer in the first place. No. Well, who was the Everson Griffin? Who was the linebacker that he got rid of like three years ago? The high paid guy. Which one? He, he he kept this guy the who Collins could, kid that he traded to the uh, Browns yeah, at one point. Yeah, maybe that's Jamie a, Collins. Well, the one that he got rid of because he had this guy who could tackle. Remember, he had the little Elander. He, what, what's the kid's name? The little linebacker. He kept him a rookie. Okay. And gave, got rid of the guy that was making some money. Yeah, he traded Collins. Him, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there. and they just give him a contract like a year before. He got a year out of him, but. He also knows, okay, linebackers are going to be on the field 
three linebackers are going to be on the field 25% of the time. Yes. And the only time I want a linebacker on the field, the third one is so he can tackle somebody. So I'm going to keep the guy who can tackle somebody mm-hmm. and not pay this guy. i got two other linebackers that I'm paying that I can have chase around. So, yeah, he's a – I mean, he's a – to me, coach-wise in any sport, there's nobody comparable to him. But, I, you know – you know, in tennis, you know, you get these incredibly dominant guys, but I'm just playing you. Right. You know, I could, I got to win six matches, but right. I'm better than all six guys. You know, Tiger's got to beat 140 right. guys, and he did it 40% of the time. It's unbelievable. I mean, there was, when he lost out here to Y.E. Yang mm-hmm. in 2009, that was the start of it, because that was, I think it was that November, right, when he... When yes. Elon was chasing him down the driveway. Yes, with the golf course. But when he lost here, I mean, all I mean, all week I'd written, "This is over." You know, I mean, he was still he was recovered from that knee. We thought, mm-hmm. and it was still there was no chance. He was leading. What he was leading Friday and Saturday, he was leading by two or three, and ended up losing to this guy. It was. That was the the first sign of a vulnerability. I was I was completely shocked, but uh, you know it's fine. But it's it's not a miracle. It's not some. It's a it's a great story, but it's not it's not the greatest comeback in the history of sports, like certain individuals want it to be. How about hey, the, that's our society, though. How about the ball club? What do you think? You so know far? what. What's the, what about the possibility they might be good? I, I haven't really occurred well, to me. There's not only that possibility, but as we've talked about, this division, it, you know, this, is, this is, if they want this, they have yeah. an excellent chance to take it. Cleveland, uh, Cleveland lost Clevenger. He's 60. He's done. Yes. And uh, Kluber got... Beat yesterday, our guy Lucas Duda hit a three-run homer off him yesterday. I saw your tweet. The and, quiet Lucas Duda. Yeah, the quiet. He was, he even Phil Miller couldn't even, get a word out of yes. Lucas Duda. But uh, I think the Whiteys are better than we think. I think they're okay. Yes. I you know because they got the middle of the lineup is okay, and that Eloy could be a real deal. But uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 eighty-four wins it. I think 84 wins it. They could win 84. I think the White Sox are better than we think, but I think the White Sox are probably a year away. Mm-hmm. So if you the, – the one thing, though, is, Pat, they got to get some bullpen help if, if they want this thing. Oh, yeah. They, that bullpen's now, they're going to keep running different guys in and out of here. That's what everybody does. But you're right. They're, they uh, they, sh- they should – they got to do something with the bullpen. Uh, Parker will – you know, Nathan was twitchy, yeah, but he was good. Yeah, Parker's twitchy. He makes you twitchy watching his twitches, and then he starts pitching, and then you know it's going to be a tightrope. Because how long are we going to say the cold weather is affecting the split finger when it's going bouncing back to the cement? And uh, it doesn't. That's not it. Yeah, but <laughs> you know he'll it. be around and he'll get him out. Once in a while, yes. uh, but uh, basically, it's what you had last year: Hildy and Rogers, and yes. pray for rain. You know, yeah. And Hildy went to went in the tank at the end. Now Rogers is really throwing good. They did something with him, but although he did fill the bases up the other day, but you're right, the bullpen is going to uh, 
is going to have a uh, bad impact here. But again, if you if you're two three games over five hundred, you're fine. I, I remain very encouraged by Buxton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie's turning into Eddie again. A classic Eddie Saturday. I was there. Oh yeah, two big hits and one of the great two big hits and one of the great rocks on the bases ever. He decides to tag up and try to go to second for no reason when they just need a fly ball to get a run. The guy from third. How do you figure him though? Sometimes he does stuff that actually looks pretty intelligent on the bases. And sometimes he does nah, not. It's never intelligent. It just works sometimes. Okay. It's always it's always spontaneous. All right. Uh, he's the second coming to Disco Danny. There's no doubt about oh, it. Oh, and that's fun to watch. I've told the Will Fong story a thousand times, though, but i got to tell it again. Mock and Will Fong. Yes. When, <laughs> when Mock is when in 80, when did the Twins break it up? 82, right? 82 in the Metro. And Mox managing the uh, Angels, Angels, yep. and he wants to win out there, so he gets Corbett and Wilfong and gets up, gives up Bruno. Gets, you know, they, Bruno was the hot prospect. But Fong's kind of the backup. I think Gritch was still there. So Fong's kind of the backup second baseman, plays a little pinch runner. But Mock liked him. So he puts him in to pinch run in the ninth inning and guy hits a deep fly ball to center field or fly ball to center field. The Reggie's in the on-deck circle and Will Fong gets thrown out at second base to end the game. Reggie doesn't get the bat. Mock didn't play him for three weeks. Fong told me he didn't play him for three weeks. Every three innings he'd just turn around look at him in the dugout and shake his head. <laughs> in disgust. <laughs> Oh, but anyway, that was it. But it's Eddie, you know. I said to Phil Miller, I said, do you think the manager will rip him out there? Rip him about that? We'll we'll rip him for you if you ask him about that? And he said, are you kidding me? He'll pay tribute to him for his aggressiveness. Rocco is there. He said they were having a discussion the other day, some of the beat writers, what it's going to take for Rocco to criticize a player. I don't think he will this season. Probably charges, huh? Probably. Oh, well, yeah, 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 off yeah, the field, yeah. Off, I think it could be no on-the-field the transgression that <laughs> no, will get Rocco no, to turn on his no, players. No, I don't I'll think play. so. No, he's uh, – but uh, <laughs> some of the things they're doing I like, though. Uh, you know, trying to fix pitchers, fix you know, fix guys. So, I it's it's not a bad lineup. If Marwin uh, Gonzalez uh, hasn't hit yet, but – I, people are down on him already. I saw Eddie's hitting two seventeen in Arizona, so it's a, it's an inexact science. They're fine. It's not a bad club. It's yep. uh, the, the lineup's good, and Buxton's uh, going to be a good player. Buxton's having a good year because he's hacking. He's, I was good. His approach is yeah, completely completely different, different now. Kepler looks good. I mean, one thing that's really helped is the top of the order works. Kepler and yep. at this point, Kepler and Polanco hitting yep. one two works. Well Kepler had the bad first series, right? Against Cleveland. Yeah. And since then he's hit he's Yeah, been great. And he's on. You know, he got yeah. on base. And uh the, the it's modern baseball. We used to worry about speed and stolen bases at the top of the order and now we just worry about people getting on base. So yeah, I like him. But boy, what the hell? Let's have sixty eight degrees and sunny. What what the hell? Are we wrong supposed with, to have it by the end of this week? What is wrong with this godforsaken state? Let's have a nice day. What's wrong with are a nice? What's wrong with a nice on? day? Jonathan, look it up. Let's go. Oh, th- Wednesday and Thursday, they're probably going to get rained out against Toronto. 
which doesn't come back well, here. Well, Jonathan Harrison. You're going to have German. to bring Toronto back 60, in. For... 61 and partly sunny on Friday. Oh, but they're gone on yeah, Friday. Yeah, they're gone. Oh, they're screwed. Yeah, no, you're right. It's raining in 49 You know what Wednesday. baseball should do? Raining in 48. You know what baseball what? should start doing? What? Even though you've sold the tickets and everything, you should say, okay, Toronto's here. There's a, I think it's Wednesday. There's a 90% chance of rain. We're going to play a doubleheader Tuesday. And not play Wednesday because the meteor. The problem with meteorology now is they're right. Yeah, when they tell you it's going to rain, I told you it on the, rains on the radio last week. Yeah. Give me back Barry Zavan and Doctor Walt Lyons yeah. and oh, Bud yeah, Kraylin, right. when you could count on them being fifty fifty. <laughs> I, I made that. They're like baseball. They're I too made that comment. I made that comment on Twitter. You know about I hate modern meteorology because they're right, and some guy says. Some guy says, Bud Kraling once said, we'll find out when it gets here. (laughs) I like that. We'll find out when it gets here. That should be the uh, the motto of modern media. Barry Zavan, the weatherman, would crack jokes and maybe at the end tell you if he he thought it was going to rain tomorrow. it'll rain. It's raining in Hutchinson, so there's a chance it might rain here if it doesn't go north. You know, bring back random dart throwing meteorology. There were some things that were better about the seventies into the early eighties. My son, you know, the marine meteorologist, as you know, he's like Mister Meteorology in the U.S. Marine Corps. He's got three hundred guys working for him, <laughs> all in the weather service. Then he, oh, when he was in Iraq, they were supposed to have a big meeting at one of the bases. I, I think Fallujah, and. He said, uh, we shouldn't bring, bring in the helicopters and everything in there. There's going to be a giant dust storm. And he had to get over there and start figuring out what's caused dust storms. And he got up at, like, I mean, he was up all night, but 8 o'clock in the morning, man, bluebird. <laughs> not, a, oh, no. not a cloud. He's, he's like praying for the dust storm, and she finally rolled in about 9.30 when the meeting would have started because he had all of, you know, the big shots calling him and saying, where the hell's that dust, dust storm? storm. <laughs> I see, but he, he got his dust storm, so he was uh, he was the only guy rooting for a dust storm. He was storm vindicated by the dust storm. <laughs> dust storm, he wanted it, yes. I think he could come back here and be a meteorologist because he might tell you, we'll find out when it gets here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I miss those days. Yes, that's true. Here's so, my question. Tell me about the soccer. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But why don't they – okay, if, we're, if the Twins are going to play home games in April, all right? Yes. Why don't they just load it up with these AL Central teams? So you got, you got to play them 19 – get them out. Baseball. Like, why is Toronto coming they here? Don't – I don't just bring get Kansas it. City everybody here says, week. everybody, uh, when they rip the schedule maker, TK even last week, when they rip the schedule maker, they always say it's a tough job. It's not a tough job. We should be playing the AL Central early and late, and you can do that everywhere in baseball. I know you have to have one interleague series. That's fine. Yeah. But... The summer is when you should get the Yankees and the Red Sox and everybody, and it's, you know, everywhere. If you're going to play these teams 19 times, which is stupid, yes, you got to play them early and late. The Twins' schedule this year is the worst in the history. Have you seen who they're playing in June, July, and August? Yeah. These same jackasses we've just been talking about. Yes. The Royals. and the, I don't want to see the Royals. And I was looking for a Why place. Why are the Royals here this week? 
Uh, yeah. Twice Toronto year. They only yeah. come in once. Yeah, I know. And and by the way, if you get Toronto, now they're no, no good this year, so it might not work. But if you get Toronto here on June 20th for a weekend, yes. they drive down from Manitoba and go to the Mall of America. Yes. You know? And uh, they, you know, you're going to have nobody here this week. They don't, they just basically run it through the computer and every every city's treated the same whether it's LA where it never rains right or it's here where you freeze your ass off till May 15th they it's stupid well run it through it's the computer the dumbest, and then adjust it the, the you year, don't have to run it through the computer the ricey cyst theory yes. 15 teams are either warm weather or don't yeah and Washington and Baltimore, you'd have to take one or the other of those, and they could alternate year because that's, you know, on the edge of being warmer. Yep. Fifteen teams. They're home for 10 days. You know, Monday, blah, blah, blah. And then on the Friday, 10 days, the other 15 are home for the reopener. It's the baseball reopener, right? I like it, yeah. Make me commissioner. Well, and then my number one thing would I, be I'm the schedule. Right now, <laughs> my number one thing would be the schedule. My other, my other, my second one would be. I don't know what it would be to speed up games. I was telling Jonathan about the boxing card Saturday night at the Armory. Nice crowd, forty one hundred. We got in the ring at twelve oh seven for the main event. Caleb Truex and uh, mm-hmm. Peter Quillen. Mm-hmm. Who looked like a beast, by the way. Uh, but they had FS1 had a baseball game preceding the nine o'clock start of the boxing card on TV. They had the baseball game start about six fifteen. Yep. And it's and it's gonna be over in time to have a little wrap up and start the fights at nine. Who the hell is watching baseball now? It was 337. They're absolutely crazy. We didn't see anybody. None of the three big fights didn't get in the ring till 1030. They really thought they were going to be off the air? Well, they don't care. They just put that in there. Somebody take a look, and your baseball time slot now has to be three and a half hours. Yes. Yes. And then you're probably going to go over. Yeah, but right. you've got to start with the philosophy. you got to start at three, three and a half, half hours. hours. If it's a 6 o'clock game, we're going to go to the hockey. Well, first of all, if it's a 6-10 game, just make it 10 o'clock. Yeah. Because you got to, you know, do a little foreplay. How about just start the stupid baseball game at 5 o'clock from now on or all something? Right. Now we got a 6-40 here uh, tonight, right? This is the new How weekday. do we know, This though? is the new weekday All weekdays. Deal. There's weekday, only 14 of them. Weekday games, I think, in... This might be until summer hits. Mm. They might go back to 7 o'clock. I'm not sure. But they put in a 6.40 start time for, I think, the spring and fall for kids. Have it's I, not going to help them. They're still going to go till 10 I o'clock. didn't talk to you guys about my trip to Allianz Field. No, no. Thursday. Tell, tell us about it, and, and we can talk about the uh, opener. Fantastic. The, the, the facility is fantastic. It's it's unbelievable. It's uh, you were you you and Mackie were telling me when you did that show over there how how it was going to be the hottest thing in the Twin Cities, but uh, it's fantastic. There's uh, there's no two ways about it. As I've said to Jonathan when I've given him a hard time, the only problem is to know who you're playing. 
you know, who's, who plays for the New York, whoever the hell we played. I mean, that's... that's. You get the Red Bulls or the NYC, yeah, I know. FC, you know. It's a but you got to be Jonathan to know. Yeah. You know, one reason, one thing I like about baseball and football and basketball and hockey to sort of a degree, if the Ottawa Senators aren't in town or somebody, you know who's playing on the other team. Yeah. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody. The fans don't care. Is it? I know, but it, but it's it's fantastic. Even those three thousand lunatics who wants here. I, here's my problem. I know I. I you know I'm not going to enjoy it. I don't like all that singing and oh, chanting. Jonathan, jump on and here. constant noise. <laughs> I know that's the way they do it in soccer, but when you watch it on TV, you can turn the sound down. And, you know, like European soccer when they're screaming and hollering and, and, you know, doing all this stuff, you don't have to listen to it. But if you're there, you got to listen to it, right? Oh, oh it's yeah. constant. Is yeah. the press box, I know it's, it was closed Saturday, but is it open? Is it, can uh, it be open or not? Stay, or stay closed. Yeah, they, uh, they're closed. There's about okay. 12, well, that'd be good. There's then. about 12 seats for people in the press box who are writing, but but then, like, I was outside the press box. There's a oh, lot yeah, of I seats outside, yeah. so yeah, I I'd was have outside. To be inside. I'd have to be inside. Even if it's a beautiful it's summer a day, i got to be inside, so I, I, right, I, I don't want people to shut up and watch the game. I've always thought. These people know, are going to fly in the face of we, what you enjoy about sports. As much fun as 87 was, it ruined... Baseball for mankind, postseason baseball for mankind. The hanky? Yeah, the hanky and the idea that some jackass has to stand up in the fourth game of fourth inning of a wild card game when somebody gets the two strikes. Sit down and watch the game, and if somebody scores a run, stand up and cheer, okay? Let me watch the game. Well, then. Uh... I'm not going to have, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to have a hard time at soccer. Go to Allianz Field when there's not a game because you won't like it during the game. <laughs> no, no, these fans are going to drive you crazy. Yeah, yeah, they would. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's but that's probably it's a fantastic problem. atmosphere. But, oh, it's a great stadium. Yeah. But you're it is going to be the place to be. Oh man, you know what? That beer hall open on Saturdays and Sundays. Yep. Yep. During the season, first of all, you can go over there. You know, you should be nervous. The owners are your favorite bar, Brits. Oh, they'll tie. Home, Are you kidding? They'll just they'll tie figure something out. Oh yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yes, they will. but I mean, they're going to have. Okay, you can get. You know, you can watch English soccer mm-hmm. at seven a.m. and stay all day and watch NFL games yeah. in the beer hall when it starts. It'll it'll be the a only fantastic. thing is the beer the beer hall the beer is eleven bucks. During game days, are we going to yeah. do that? Are we going to lower a little? Well, lower, it's lowered. Compa- it's lowered on competitive prices. Yeah. Oh, they okay. did. Yeah, they okay. Because yeah. I, I so you're gouging the fans. Eleven bucks for every beer it was during le- game days. It was eleven yes. bucks Woo! in the beer hall. Which, Damn, which I'm quick? glad I quit drinking. <laughs> oh, you know how much you <laughs> yeah. saved by quitting drinking? How much would a Tangerine tonic cost me in a soccer game? Fifteen bucks, <laughs> at least I think. Yeah, I'd say thirteen yeah. fifty. How do you do it, people? Bucks. How do you do it? I just don't. I've made a nice hey, living Pat? for a lot of years. I can't afford I'm gonna show to you drink. What? This, this is a picture from the convenience store in Allianz Field. This is the beer cooler. Can you see this thing? Now, that is a great idea. Yeah. Nobody else has done that, right? No, they you have just go in and have yeah. a can of mini yeah. Why didn't You know what? Every other... The twins are about to put twins, in a mini yep, 20 and twins. Tarryfield's putting in for a certificate of renovation. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> by Dave the way, Peter's Phil, hammer out. Phil Miller told me it wasn't so much the sight lines. The sight lines were okay at the Final Four. It was the worst viewing experience of his life. 
bathrooms, corridors, trying to, horrible concessions. Uh, he said it was really? unbelievable. It was just completely. So just said, not you couldn't move. If you or want, what? he said. He said he wanted to drink a beer before the Monday night's game. Yep. A second beer, but he wouldn't do it because he was afraid he would then have to go to the men's room, and which means he would miss half the game. Really? It was that bad? It was huh? horrible, he said. It was horrible. Okay. Yeah, and I didn't. I, I was up in the football press box, but I didn't venture out. Football press box was the place to go. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was absolutely fine. There. Binoculars, it was fine. I had good seats. I, I have no complaints. But, but yeah, there, as we speak, every team that plays in, in this town right now is tearing out walls of their arena. Oh, yeah, it could be put in a convenience store <laughs> That's right. that houses beer, <laughs> yes. enough beer to kill a horse. Those beer, beer! Those beer coolers are at every concession stand, too. They don't have taps at the concession That's stand. That's great. The only tap they have are at the beer hall. Yeah, because yeah. it, it, it speeds you up. You can deliver yep. it in two yep. seconds. And soccer fans won't throw cans when there's a bad call, will they? They won't know if there's Let's a bad not look call at that Kansas City playoff game last sake. offseason. Last you know, that's a very good point. I don't know. I'm sure lots of them care deeply, but I think a lot of them, and and this is to your point, Pat. It's I, a big Saints game is what yeah, it is. Well, but, but to your it's point, a big Saints I, don't know game. How many, I don't know how many of them actually care about the opposing team. No, like when I was a opposing team, no. Like when I was a kid, it was like, oh, let's go see Reggie yeah. for the Yankees, right? Now, I'm sure there are some players who are a big deal. But this is no longer the oh we got to go see Pele. They still have a little bit of that every once in a while when like the Zlatans or the Wayne Rooney's sure. of the world come in. But I think that's also part of the ingrained MLS fan culture from the days when they brought in these older guys. Sure. Here's the problem: when our kicks were here, I don't know. I didn't get in on it, but you know, you could go out to the parking lot, <laughs> engage in an orgy. That your parent, you know, free parking too. Fifteen-year-old kids coming home, Google-eyed. How was the game? My, I had to have, I had a number of kids tell me their biggest problem was finding out the score, <laughs> so, that, so that they could tell their parents who won when they got. Because the parents would always say who won. Yes. So they, but the other thing is, we knew who was playing. We had Willie, and we had like twelve. 13 guys. We had 12 or 13 guys. Yeah. Now we got 80 of them, and you don't know who's playing and what country they're from. And I don't think I like deal. the fact when we had Ace and 10 guys from Britain. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, what we Merrick had. And Willie yeah, and, right. And they still they never left town. They all stuck around, yeah, for God's sake. So we had Tino. So unbelievable. All right. Pos- uh, positive Pat, what do we got? Well, how much I gotta have a I gotta go on unchained here because I don't have enough time. I guess positive okay, pat positive tiger, to, tiger. Okay, put positive pat to the side. Jonathan, so uh, we had spring practice. How long I got here, Jonathan? Uh, you got about two and a half minutes. Okay, so here is the pre pre spring game story. <laughs> He's got it. And the story is, he's got it up. PJ, poor Megan Ryan's got this beat. I feel sorry for her. I feel like, you know. Uh, So we have to go through the entire metaphor of building a house. Okay. Year one, the dig. Year one, a found, year two, a foundation, Flex said, gesturing his hands. Don't see anything out on the surface. Blah, blah, blah. He goes the whole, just talk about football. Stop talking about this idiotic, moronic, stupid stuff that means nothing. 
It means nothing. We don't care about your bleeping house unless we're idiots. How about your defense and your offense and who's going to play? Don't tell me about the dig in the house. And by the way, year one, what happened to year zero? What we do year zero? This guy drives me nuts. He drives me nuts. Talk about football. And by the way, the other thing is people say, you know, there's that Tom Kelly quote, everybody grab an arm, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. row the boat. Tom Kelly said it once. He didn't put it on the Twins hats, RTB. He said it once. Don't blame him. Anyway. You feel better? That's my unchained. He's building a that, house. No, that's just your, win a few more football games. Stop that's your analysis me, of the spring game. Tell me about your offense and defense instead of your house. By the way, I heard you just build a new two and a half million dollar house with the. Did we give him an extension yet? They look good in the spring no, game. No, but I, per, guess. I think the Purdue coach just got one and he's oh. going to make a lot. So, oh, well, I'd yeah, say Jeff that we're Brown close. Got a lot. Yeah, we got to because uh, we beat the hell out of Purdue. So, yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, feel good, uh, Tiger Woods. Yes, it was fine. <laughs> it's not the greatest comeback in sports history, but it's fine. Soccer stadium off the hook. Fantastic, beautiful. I, you know, I I might go to the brew hall and watch a game. Do they don't chant in the brew hall? Do they? No, they don't. Okay, and it's good. across the way too. Yes, you drive. I'll go with you. <laughs> okay, all right. I, how was the part? How was the traffic? By the way, did we get in? I took the train. Uh, I took the light rail over. Okay. I didn't have a problem. Okay, great. we're three stops. All right, all right. Yep, we're done being unchained. Football, not think. house building. Football. Bye.